Jason. And this is Gabe. And this week, we are talking about Starcade. We read your letters. We read your emails. So when are you guys finally going to talk about Starcade and the all Star Wars episode of Starcade? Well, your wishes have been granted. Time has finally come. A A pigeon flew into my window and had a little piece of paper wrapped around its ankle. And it said, Talk about Starcade. There's probably a lot of people listening and they're like, what the hell are you guys talking about? What is Starcade? Gabe, for someone who doesn't know what Starcade was, what is Starcade? So Starcade was a game show on television about video games, specifically arcade games, and people would play arcade games to see who could get the highest score and win prizes. Yeah, it only existed for like a couple years in what, like 83, 84, around there. And it was on Saturday mornings on the TBS Superstation, which we're going to be talking about all this a little bit later. The One of the wildest things, though, about Starcade is like, yeah, it's two people playing arcade games, like you said, to see who could get the highest score, but they matched players by their skill level. So you would have literally like a little girl in third grade 
playing against a 40-something-year-old man of like Sinistar or Dig Dug or something. And it's such a slice of like 1980, ultra 1980s kind of video game hysteria, super nerdiness. And yeah, this week on Blast Points, we are talking about the episode where the only game that they played was the incredible Atari Star Wars arcade game, the Vector Graphics Classic. And it's crazy to think when that came out, that was the only Star Wars game there was. The Star Wars Empire Strikes Back game for the Atari 2600 was 1982. So a whole year before Atari's Star Wars arcade game came out. But that Star Wars arcade game had, you know, like I said, the incredible vector graphics. It had like digitized speech from the movies and it still holds up. It's still incredibly, incredibly fun. If there was a game show and they were just playing the the Atari 2600 Empire Strikes Back game, that would have been the last episode. No one would have watched it again. <laughs> or like Jedi Arena or something. Yeah. So somehow, though, when Starcade was actually on TV, I completely missed it. I don't know if I was like watching Smurfs or something on Saturday mornings in 83, 84. I only learned of Starcade in, what, the early 2000s when G4, the video game network, started playing reruns of it. And I was like, what is this? This is the greatest show of all time. See, and this is what's interesting is I remember watching it when it came out. It's like one of the things I actually remember like watching on TV. But I think when it came out on G4 was like the... The weird times when I didn't have cable for a few years. <laughs> so I don't think I ever watched the rerun. So it's like I have memories of it from it being on TV in 83, 84. And then I have uh, Star Wars memories because one uh, Celebration Chicago, we watched a whole bunch in our hotel room like as we fell asleep, right? Or was I hallucinating that? Weren't we watching Starcade? I think we did. Whereas I think there's one time where I was like, put just put Starcade on. Because that's the thing. For me, Starcade is one of the most relaxing shows in the world. Like it just lulls me into like a relaxed state. Like if I'm ever having like a panic attack or something, hopefully I never do. But if I ever did, I'd somebody needs to just like just put some put some of that old 1980s people playing video game show on it'll calm them right down because there's something weirdly soothing about starcade you're in the hospital and they hook you up to an iv to get some fluids in you and then they like put some goggles on your head to just show you starcade you'll be fine don't worry it's like if you go to the doctor, I'm like they're like, okay, we're gonna take your blood pressure, and I always try and be like, it's like a nerve wracking experience having your blood pressure taken, and I'm always like, oh my god, I'm like freaking out, and my blood pressure is gonna go crazy because I'm like I'm so nervous, so I always just try and like zen out and like breathe deep. They should just be like, hold on, let me pull up some Starcade on, on YouTube on my phone here. 
That's a really good idea. Because I've, I've, I think, said this on the show before. For whatever reason, whenever I'm like at the doctor or whatever and I have to relax, I just think about General Grievous and it's not very <laughs> relaxing, but he always pops into my head. <laughs> just, just think about General Grievous. I guess it relaxes me a little bit. Like, oh man, General Grievous. Yeah, it's like maybe that's why my blood pressure is so high is whenever they take it, I think about General Grievous and I just get too excited. <laughs> He's a droid, but he's got guts. <laughs> he's got a wheel bike. Man. So so going all the way back, to kind of understand how Starcade even was a thing that people would want to watch on TV, got to go all the way back to the 1980s and arcades and mall arcades and just kind of how cool arcade games were during that period of time in the early 1980s. Not that like arcade games aren't cool now. It's still a huge thing, but they were really cool back then. And this all happened around the same time as like the first wave of Star Wars mania. Yeah, because it's easy to forget as popular as video games are now and have been for a long time is that they got really popular as arcade games for a few years. And then basically like, got hit by a meteor and went extinct. And there was like not really a lot of video games until kind of the home consoles came back a little later in the eighties. So this is like the first wave of video game mania. And it was like, yeah, going to an arcade that probably smelled like cigarettes and was just full of sweaty high school kids. And then little kids like sneaking in between them to play anything and everything. Which was us. And I think that memory of cigarettes and B.O. was the arcade in the Muskegon Mall, which we both were pretty young. And it was right next to the toy store. And it was like big kids playing games. And we were like tall, young kids trying to sneak around and be like, whoa. And my parents never wanted me to go into that arcade in the Muskegon Mall because, yeah, it smelled like the worst onslaught of B.O., like no one playing those arcade games had ever heard of deodorant ever. It was the Moss Eisley Cantina, but instead of watching aliens play music on a stage, it was just the aliens playing arcade games. But the aliens were just high school kids that, yeah, smelled like disgusting. <laughs> they smelled like Greedo looks. And so many of these arcade games from the early 1980s were so clearly influenced by Star Wars. It's something we talked about a little bit in our episode from October 2020. That's episode 240 for all of you playing along at home, where we talked about the first 10 years of Star Wars video games. It's really fascinating, like charting the timeline of that first wave of video game hysteria and it coming up simultaneously with Star Wars mania. Because, so, like I said, so many of those early arcade games are like a little spaceship shooting up against like a giant space station lots of like space heroes every there was a lot of stuff that was like space themed and like things were called star this and star that yeah sci-fi spaceships shooting stuff things that if you squint maybe looked like star wars or star trek and laser blasts, just the sound of laser blasts <laughs> and explosions. Like if you went into an arcade 
in the early 80s and closed your eyes, right? You could imagine you're in Star Wars because you're just hearing laser blasts and explosions. Yeah, and like watching episodes of Starcade, which even the title Starcade, what does that even mean? Arcade, Starcade, like, you know, it's supposed to remind someone of Star Wars or something. But watching episodes of Starcade, at least once a week, there's some show where it's like a little white spaceship flying along, shooting laser blasts at things. It's like you kind of step back and you're like, man, Star Wars was so big. And you think of the rise of like kind of the technology of video games and people kind of being attracted to like, I want a video game system in my house. I need like high technology and stuff. And like what was going on with Star Wars, like pushing the envelope of technology for entertainment and movies and stuff. It's those two things running side by side. So fascinating. And even if you want to get deep, almost every video game then, now, whatever, puts you into the main character of a hero's journey. And that's not, you know, something that Star Wars created alone, you know, with the story of like a, a, a nobody on a desert planet rising up to save the galaxy. But you can't help thinking that also people wanting to play video games and getting excited about being the hero in these now seemingly very old fashioned games also kind of fed into everything that was going on with Star Wars. Well, it reminds me, too, of the the Siskel and Ebert review of uh, the original Star Wars and how it's like watching pinball. Boom! So there you have it. Your basic intergalactic warfare is the heroic princess is snatched away from the Death Star by the intrepid space buccaneers. And what's the meaning of it all? Who knows and who cares? Star Wars became the new box office champion by providing pure 100% escapist entertainment. It's one of those rare movies that seems to play to every sort of audience, Gene, and bring out the kid in all of us. You know, I've seen the picture three times, and that sequence more than that. And every time I see that little fighting sequence, I think I figured out the secret of at least that chunk of the movie. And that is, that looks exactly like what happens at a pinball game that kids love. We're seeing things blow up, and I think the way this movie is shot different ways, quick action like that, it's like you're putting every person as a pinball player who walks into the theater. Maybe that's why people can see it a dozen times or two dozen times, because it doesn't matter that you know the story. You still have the sound and light, the effects, the explosions, the uh, the dogfight in outer space. It's just a never-ending visual delight. I the think only, it's, yeah. it's a movie that will last for years. Yeah, the only thing I'm worried about is it's so successful and so mindless fun that I hope Hollywood doesn't forget that there are people who like to see serious pictures, too. And people dismissing both video games and Star Wars during that time is like, well, this is just this is just a thing for kids. This isn't serious. This, this, you know, this is stuff for youngsters. Yeah, right. Well, and that it's a fad and it won't last. This is just, you know, the the, the cool thing of the week. And in ten years, no one will even be talking about any of this stuff. <laughs> Which, twenty twenty three, here we are, and nobody cares about video games, and nobody cares about Star Wars. People, everyone has moved on. And specifically, yeah, that Atari. Star Wars arcade game. Also, for folks playing at home, we did an episode all about its amazing history. That's episode 122 from May 2018. But like we said, it didn't come out until 1983. So you got to think like the summer of 83, which was when this episode of Starcade was filmed, 
like they make a big deal in this episode that like the it's brand new the Star Wars arcade game like Jedi was in theaters ruling the show blowing people's minds and then along comes this arcade game based on pretty much the ending of the original movie which wasn't even that old at that time but it's still an absolutely amazing incredible game it was the first star wars game in arcades maybe the first like we said all there else was was empire for the 2600 maybe the first really good star wars video game and there were so many star wars copycats already out there like we were saying and all of a sudden here comes the real thing yeah with voices and i i don't know i it still might be my favorite star wars video game ever made because it's so simple it's just you blow up the death star over and over and over again we told the story a thousand times at celebration orlando at the 501st party it was incredible they had a little star wars arcade set up in the back of the party that we, we discovered like way late into the party and you had to go up these steps and there was a giant giant version of this arcade game and I just kept playing it over and over again, blowing up the Death Star. And it was, again, like watching Starcade, like a calming moment. I, I achieved another level at that point in my life. Well, the thing with that original game kind of being the vector graphics style is it looks like you're looking at a screen in the movies of Star Wars. Like, it doesn't look real, but it looks like what you would imagine the targeting computer would look like. In Star Wars, so it it in a way it yeah it never really goes out of style or feels dated because it's almost like more true to the original movies in a way because it's so kind of abstract. I don't know. There's yeah, there's like a charm to it. Stretch five, I'm going in. So just a little bit more. About the show, Starcade. There was a pilot. The first pilot was hosted by Olympic hockey player Mike Irzone. And he was known at the time for being part of the Miracle on Ice USA versus Russia match in the 1980 Olympics. And the second pilot was hosted by none other than Alex Trebek, who, according to a great article by Pitfall Harry on the website The Retro Network, who had a lot of information for this episode. Alex Trebek got $5,000 to do that second pilot. I hope he bought some arcade machines for himself with all that cash. And the show got picked up nationally to be nationally syndicated on TBS run, run by Ted Turner. It would come out on Saturday mornings from 81 to 84, the third host, when it began to air on TBS, was this guy named Mark Richards, who the only thing he had done before that was he was a host for rehearsal matches on Jeopardy, I guess, in the 1980s. He was eventually let go. And his episodes are real awkward to watch because I guess he was let go because he just did not care about video games. And you you can tell he seems like kind of comatose on the show. It's kind of weird. Yeah, you kind of have to have some interest in video games when you're hosting a show that's only about video games. Because you've got like these ultimate 80s, like especially the adults that come on, the special breed of 
80s super nerds, which is really charming to see. And they're like, Steve, what do you like doing? He's like, I like I like playing Zaxxon and I like doing magic tricks. You know, like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you got to be ready to roll with that. So the next host uh, is the late, great Jeff Edwards, who was an actor and veteran game show host. And he was 53 years old when he started hosting Starcade. And you wouldn't think he would he'd be into arcade games, but he's actually like really pumped about every one that they play. He would like give hints and encourage players. He joked around with contestants. And according to the article, up until he passed away, he was still playing video games and kind of got really into it from hosting Starcade, which is really awesome. And during the transition from Richards to Edwards, Ted Turner wanted the show to come out every day and change the the show order from 13 episodes to 133 episodes. So Ted Turner was probably watching Starcade and he's like, this is great. Yeah, how many episodes did it get up to? Well, there's a bunch and just about every single one is on YouTube. I said, I've been watching so much of it lately. And there's a great website, which we'll have linked in the show notes, where they've reached out to a ton of the contestants on Starcade. And there's like a where are they now, which it's so fun to watch the show and see these like like little kids and be like, man, where where are they now? Like one guy ended up like a on MTV as a VJ. And sadly, the show never got to 133 episodes. It was canceled in late 1984, probably due to ratings and the impending crash of video games. It made it to 123 episodes. Wow. So, so close to the 133. The most eagerly awaited arcade game of the year, the brand new Star Wars. Sound familiar? Let's check out the action. Now, as Luke Skywalker, your mission is to reach the Death Star and find the tiny exhaust port that's the only spot vulnerable to your proton torpedo. As play begins, R2-D2 is flying, so all you have to do is blast away at the fighters and avoid the fireballs. Then you take the controls and navigate through the towers and bunkers on the face of the Death Star, looking for the exhaust port. The voice of the flight controller helps you through the game, and you hear other familiar characters from the film. Each time you're hit, you lose one of the shields protecting you. The third and final phase is in the trench, surrounded by gun turrets firing lasers. If you can dodge them all, you find the port where you have just seconds to drop the proton torpedo. Then you zoom away just as the Death Star disintegrates in a brilliant display of light and sound. There are nine more levels, each with new hazards and faster and smarter opponents. There's both cockpit and upright versions, but the gameplay is exactly the same. This machine was supposed to be ready for the summer opening of Return of the Jedi, but just now is arriving. However, it doesn't need the tie-in with the film to make it a success. And like the Force, this Star Wars game will be with you always. Okay, so here we go. 
what we're going to do is we are going to watch the episode, the championship episode, where the only game they play is Star Wars. It was taped July 29th, 1983, just two months, almost two months like to the day of the release of Return of the Jedi. People were going Star Wars crazy. They've got the brand new game. They're going to be playing it. Blowing minds, people probably watching Starcade at home. It's the first time they would ever see this. Probably like, oh my God, I have to go to an arcade. I got to play Star Wars because I got Return of the Jedi fever. Yeah. And if you were lucky, you could find a theater that had the Star Wars arcade game in the lobby so you could play it while waiting to see Return of the Jedi. Because that reminds me, the Muskegon theaters never had the Star Wars game in them, did they? Because the one, what was the big theater by? Uh... The bigger one had a big, arc, pretty good, big arcade, and I remember they always had Battlezone, which was the other like vector graphics game. I used to play that all the time before movies, but I don't think they ever had the Star Wars one. The only place I ever remember playing the Star Wars arcade game was Showbiz Pizza. Yes, where they, in Muskegon, where they had like the rocket fire explosion band and stuff. Then they had the sit down version yes. of the Star Wars game, and I remember like. It blowing my mind. Like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And there were like a line of kids outside. Like, after you got done, they're like, okay, you're out. Someone else needs to play it. Yeah, that was the closest thing to, to living the Star Wars lifestyle back then was watching an animatronic band of of animals play music while playing the Star Wars video game <laughs> and, and eating crappy pizza. That was the best you could get in life. <laughs> and you liked it. Yeah. I think it still might be the best you could get in life. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like Galaxy's Edge, really. It's like that's But there's not crappy pizza in Galaxy's Edge. But if there was, I would get it. Yeah. Well, it's like they fixed the only problem. It was like you like animatronics playing music, you like Star Wars games, but let's give you Ronto wraps instead of crappy pizza, and it's basically heaven on earth. So what we're doing, yeah, like we said, we're going to watch this episode. We're going to watch along. It's fun. It is fun. I've never seen this episode, so I am I am super excited. We're going to watch it. You can watch along with us if you want. We're going to have it playing in the background. You'll probably be able to figure it out, but feel free to watch along with us if you want. Do you want to count it down? Here we go. All right, here we go on one, three, two, one. This is Starcade. I love this TV's theme music so much. Game show. The world's loudest electric piano. We'd like you to meet four Starcade <laughs> champions. First, here's Ken Law. <laughs> here's Dion Crow. I like as soon as they say their name, they turn the spotlight off on them. <laughs> so you can't really get a good look at them. <laughs> Has to be a secret. Yeah, see? They did. These are our four <laughs> champions. And now, here's your host for Starcade. Right, here comes Jeff, Jeff Edwards. Edwards. All right, thank you. Thank you very much, Kevin. Thank you. And hi, welcome to an extra special edition of Starcade to find out who's the champion among champions. Now, today, we're featuring a very special video arcade game. Our players are four Starcaders who've already won on previous shows, champions all, and they're all going to play for this a trip to Hawaii. And is there an arcade in Hawaii? Why would I want to go there? 
<laughs> Are they playing Return of the Jedi in Hawaii? Before the show, we matched Jeff at random to see who would be the opponents in today's two matches. The winners of each round will go on to play each other for the championship. So if you listen up, Kevin will tell us who the first two players are. Jeff, our first two players are Ken and Peter. Ken, a grown man, and Peter, a small child. We'll be back with you in a little while for the second match. See you later. Okay, Dion, bye-bye. We'll see you in a little bit. And Ken and Peter, you're our first two players, so shake hands and get ready to play Starcade. Head over towards the podium. I like that. Oh, no, wait. I was going to say there's a, like a big plant behind Jeff Edwards, but that's the, that's the Hawaii display. Jeff, today we have only one game on Starcade, but what a game. Star Wars, Red 5, and Luke Skywalker, and the Force. Jeff? <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Peter and Ken, you're both you playing Star Wars, as you know. Red 5 off. and Luke Skywalker and the Force. The first one to buzz in and identify correctly I mean, will play first all the ingredients and automatically win a bonus of 500 points added to a score. All my favorite things. Yeah. Okay, take a look at the uh, Name the Game board and name this game. Ken. Bubbles. <laughs> Bubbles. Oh, yeah, so this is where they are showing screenshots. Are, are clips of, of games and they have to guess it? Are there other? Yeah, there's this random. Oh, sorry, I'm going to be quiet. Now the Empire's Death Star under the command of Darth Vader nears the Rebel planet. You must join the rebellion to stop the Empire. And remember, the Force will be with you always. Okay, Ken, it's Star That's Wars it. for sure. Now, each contestant, yeah. uh, you two, Peter, will start on the easy level for the first 30-second round. The second 30-second yeah, round This episode, round you have the choice of Star Wars, okay? Star Wars, or Star Wars. It's kind of like, like, like our lives. <laughs> we got both video games. We got Star Wars and Star Wars. Yeah, this is really the only thing that would make this game better is hearing a, a crowd of people screaming in the background. They should add that to the game. It's kind of like at Celebration Orlando. <laughs> it's true. Almost made to the Death Star. I think that was the only thing with this show that drove me nuts was, like, the timer. Yeah. Like, I wanted them to keep playing. Uh, uh, not too good. Yeah, well, that's too bad, because you got three of them to play today, if you're lucky. 30 seconds to go. Ready? Get set. Play. And if I was on the show, I'd be smoking everyone. I'd get, like, real cocky, and I'd do it with, like, one hand behind my back. I'd be like, Jeff Edwards, I'm not even going to look at the screen. <laughs> I'm just going to listen. Gonna use the force. I'd be like Jeff Edwards, put a blindfold on me. Get an old bucket from backstage, put the bucket on my face. <laughs> he did pretty good. Yeah. He got into the trench. And they're just uh, painting the camera around the, the beautiful art on the cabinet. I love this music so much. 
Sebastian. The runner-up finalist on today's Starcade Invitational will receive Ooh. the Atari 800 home computer system with advanced oh memory, God. graphics, and sound features. Also what the hell is the Atari 800? Uh, it was kind of like the Commodore 64 where it was like a computer inside a keyboard that you hooked up to your TV. But really, you just played games on it? Hawaiian Regent Hotel on the scenic side of Waikiki Beach near Diamond Head. Fine Hawaiian service furnished by the Hawaiian Regent Hotel. The Hawaiian Regent. And you'll fly Regent. there on Pacific East Air, the bargain alternative to Hawaii. <laughs> the Pacific East Air. The theme music gets really crazy when they're talking about the prize here. Super DC-8 jets, Pacific East Air to Hawaii. And now back to Starcade. Here's Jeff Edwards. Uh, lots of good things in store for someone on this show. Well, Peter and Ken... There's only 500 points separating you. Uh, Peter, you did a little better on the Star Wars like than, you, than Ken did, but Ken got the 500 points. Screw point the trip to Hawaii. I just want the Star Wars arcade game. No. There's still one more Star Wars to be played, and the total points scored on like both Hawaii, games. Like Hawaii, eventually you got to come back. For the championship. So once again, to the name Star the Wars board, arcade game is forever. This time, yeah, you had that at home. Every day's vacation. Why would I want to go to Hawaii? Nine. Name the game. I can't, can't see a damn thing. <laughs> right, they didn't even. It was just the orange screen. Medium level, Kevin. You're Luke Skywalker aboard the Red Five X-wing fighter under attack by the Empire's Tie Fighters. Even Darth Vader has joined the assault, but you must press on. The Rebel Force is depending on you to stop the Empire by blowing up the Death Star. Okay, Peter, still 30 seconds, but this time the medium level, which means more fighters and more fireballs coming uh, at you. You all set? Yeah. All right, well, we, <laughs> we wish you good luck. Top for them fireballs. 30 seconds. Ready? More fighters set. and more fireballs. <laughs> Otherwise known as just getting older. <laughs> How's life, Jason? Just more fighters and more fireballs. <laughs> I'm on the medium level. <laughs> oh, 13,594. Nicely played. Okay, Peter goes back. Here comes Ken. And Peter's okay. pretty good. Score to shoot at there. Oh, yeah, sure did. He Wish is. you good luck. There'll be more fighters, more fireballs. You have 30 seconds. You ready to go? Yes, I am. Okay, Ken, here we go. Ready? Get Ken's in the zone. I don't blame Look at Look at Ken has like got a, like a kung fu stance is going up against Atari Star Wars here. Yeah, he's like shooting the TIE fighters before they even get on screen. <laughs> he's like, Jeff, stop calling me Ken. I want you to call me Wedge Antilles. <laughs> Cut back to Ken and he's just somehow wearing a rebel pilot suit. <laughs> Man, that'd be great if you showed up at an arcade that had the original Star Wars just in a rebel pilot suit. I hope somebody did. You both had a chance to play Star Wars twice, so here's the total, and we'll find out who's going to go on to the final competition. Peter, you have a grand total of 23,594. Ken, you have. Oh, Ken, you were so close. Peter, the young, for you not watching along, Peter, the young kid, smoked adult Ken. 
It's the Atari oh, what's Ken get? Ooh, 5200. So what's the 5200? Uh, that was after the 2600? I think I had a friend with the 5200, but I only ever played pole position on it. But pole position looked pretty good. There's so many Atari things. music is so good. No, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. He's going to sing that all day. Uh-oh, Dion. Dion's a little shy. Don kind of looks like an X-Wing pilot. He's got the mustache. Good to see you again. You know, of course, that today all our players will be playing Star Wars. So if you're set, you ready, Dion? Dion, sorry. You're not ready? Come on, Dion. Again, Dion is a teenager, maybe, and Don is a an older gentleman. Yeah. Don could basically be Dion's father. That's what's going on. Take a look and name this game. Yes, Pac-Man. Pac-Man is it. Okay, you got it. And, and having a Don and a Dion at the same time is very hard to keep them straight. Here we go. You're going into the Death Star. Now to destroy the laser bunkers and laser towers. Headed for the core and the hit that will make your mission a success. Okay, Don, you'll have 30 seconds. Now, just I like believe before, in Don. First time out, we go for the easy level, okay? All right. All right, hop into your Although Dion, Dion might be a secret weapon Ready? here. I don't know. I know, I know. She might she might be like a sleeper. We're not Don's got some uh, fast finger work here. You know, it, it's happening where I'm just feeling very relaxed. <laughs> you might be asleep by the end of this episode. This this episode of Starcade is lulling me into a, a, a happy place. And these these sweet, sweet sounds. Of the Star Wars arcade game. Oh, here comes Dion. Well, Dion is a target to shoot for there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, you ready to go? Now, come on, just say yes, I am, Jeff. Yes, yes I am, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> okay, 30 seconds. Ready? Oh, poor Dion. Get set, play. She's just trying to keep it together. I don't blame her. Yeah, I know. More fighters, more fireballs. Yeah. You know, if I was on the show, I'd do the whole thing just looking at Jeff Edwards straight in the eye. <laughs> Playing the game, too. Just never lose, never take eye contact away from him. Both games goes on to the finals to play for the grand prize, a trip to Hawaii. So if you're ready, we'll go to the next name of the game. This time, a thousand-point bonus. Thousand points. Name the game. Okay, John, here we go. Look at the board and name this game. What the hell's that? Done. <laughs> Spirals? No, not spirals. It's space duel. Another and space Dion, game. I don't remember space points. duel. I don't know what the hell spirals is either. Spirals, space duel. Now 
Showing off the trenches. Or you can use the force, dodging the obstacles. Either way, if you make it through, the Death Star is yours, destroyed in a blinding flash by the force. Okay, Dion, I'm not going to ask you to right now, force. you better be, because this time you got to do the medium level, which means more fireballs yes. and more fighters coming at you. Still only 30 seconds, okay? Here we go. Ready? Get set. Play. People are going to be like, what do you guys think of the new episode of Ahsoka? Like more fireballs and more fighters are coming at me. Yeah. It's pretty much the rest of our lives. <laughs> Skeleton crew Acolyte Just more fighters and fireballs <laughs> Till the end of time 1330 and you're still alive Dion Okay head on back and here comes Don Bad Batch season 3 More fighters and fireballs We have to go to the medium level this time And if you're set you have 30 seconds Ready to go? All set Here we go Ready? Get set, play. Don has like a calmness to him that I, I really appreciate. I wait, I thought they were doing the trench. Yeah, they were supposed to. Maybe they have to... Do they have time to get to the trench? I mean, they have 20 seconds. Yeah, I don't know. They're still just doing like space battle things. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's not going to make it to the trench. Oh, no. Oh, Don. Wow. Don got a game over. Get, uh, finished with the 30 seconds. Wow. Don goes wow. back now. We're going to find out Dion. who gets to play for the championship and the trip to Hawaii. Will it be Don or is it going to be Dion? We're going to add up the scores from both games and we find quiet, out Dion. Your total score is 23,363. Don, your score is 23,259. Dion, you Oh, that was close. You're going to get a chance to play oh, for a trip Dion. to Hawaii and Don. Yeah. It was really close. That was really close. The, 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 you the really adults well. can't hang. No, they can't. I'm glad to see you they back they don't have lightning fast well win, reflexes like the young champion. children. That means you get something really good. Kevin? All right. What's, what's Don getting? It's the Atari 400 hey. home computer system. What the hell is the Atari 400? I, I don't, I don't know. The Atari 400 home computer system furnished by Atari Incorporated. It's three different Atari systems. I'm starting to remember why there was a video game crash. It's like, why are there so many Atari systems? Jeff, can I play The Empire Strikes Back on every one of those Atari systems? You can only play it on the 2600, the old one. Concepts with select sensitivity settings, rapid fire bar, five-year guarantee, and more. Your video systems complete with Trigger Elite. And GameLine, the incredible new way to play an endless stream of video games with just one cartridge through your telephone. GameLine, the only way to try new games at home before you buy them. And games are only the beginning. And Zonix, video games with the exclusive double ender. Two amazing games on one cartridge. Uh, one on each side of the cartridge. I forgot about those. Sonic, the double ender. Yeah, it's like Darth Maul. 
Each of our contestants come to my house. I got Zonix. I got both. I got both ends. Ooh, man! You get a poster of the 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 art of the side there, arcade game. Man, that's that's better than the the Atari systems. That poster's probably worth more than any of those old Atari systems at this point, too. Furnished by Atari Incorporated. It's time to find out who's number one on today's Starcade Invitational. We started with four players. I'm nervous. This is the champion level. They added electric guitar to the music to let you know it's the finale. I wish they would cut back to Jeff Edwards and he's playing the electric guitar. He probably is. Thank you, Kevin. Well, Dion and Peter, look who we have here. Both champions for sure, and one of you is going to go to Hawaii. Both happy about that? Yeah. Yeah, I bet you are. Okay. We're going to wish you both good luck. Once again, you're going to play. They're not old enough to go to Hawaii. I'll give you 60 seconds to show us what you can do. (laughs) During the commercial, we flipped a coin. Who won? I did. Is it just one ticket? Or Or did they both go to Hawaii and get married? (laughs) (laughs) They got married at 14 in Hawaii because they were on Stargate together. It's like the most romantic thing I've ever seen. We met on Starcade playing the Star Wars game. Red Five. Remember Dion and Peter. Well, you probably need the force. Do you have 60 seconds now? Now, in this case, uh, both you and Peter can choose whatever level you want. Easy, medium, or hard. You'll have 60 seconds. Oh, go easy. I would go. What would you do? I'd do easy. I'd be like, I would. Are you ready to play? Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) You keep saying I'm sort of ready, and here you are, a champion, going for a trip to Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> All right, Dion. Turn around. Sixty seconds. Get ready. I'm in love Get with set, Dion. Play. Good fun, Ken, buddy. <laughs> I think Peter is too. <laughs> Here we go. She's not missing. She's like Ray in Last Jedi. I like this. Shooting, shooting three at a time. I think about that scene once a day. Uh, so good. Right, here she goes. Dion's going in. She is in the trench. Coolest game of all time. Man, Dion is one with the Force. She is, yeah. She's Ray at the end of Last Jedi. More fighters and and more fireballs are not slowing her down. Oh man, they didn't let her blow up the Death Star. No sense looking back at it. It's not gonna do anything for you now. Come on over here, Peter. Right, you here come comes up. Peter. Uh, I was pretty good you, there, Dion. Dion doesn't seem like she's too enthused about it, but I think that's just Dion's natural style. You're on your way to Hawaii. You ready to go? Yeah. Good luck. You ready? Get set. And Peter went with medium. I think he already has he already has more points. I think though, I I think Dion made a mistake, not realizing how much more score you got in uh, medium versus easy. So busy watching Lucille, I didn't see you win. Congratulations to you. You're going to go to Hawaii. 
And Dion, you get yourself an Atari computer, so I think that's a pretty nice prize too, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks for being with us, Dion. Peter, that's a roll of quarters for you to take to Hawaii on your trip. You can put those in the arcade over there. Now, oh my tell God, you what, are you do? happy about going to Hawaii? Yeah, definitely. Do you have a bag about that big? Uh, not really. You know what it's for? Oh, my God. Um, no. It's for your very own Star Wars, if you can win it, because this we're going to give you a chance thing I've ever right seen in my life. to win your very <laughs> own Star Wars. Let me have the quarters back, and let me tell you what you have to do. Well, I'll give them to you in a minute. I just don't want your hands to be busy. <laughs> what we're going to do is let you play Star Wars for 30 seconds, during which time you'll have to score 8,985 points or more. Oh, man, that's, that's hard, because uh, Dion the same got... Game. If you can score 8, she was under 8,000. Or more in 30 seconds. Star Wars is yours. I'm really nervous. I'm terrified. Right. <laughs> You've got to play it on the easy level, though, because that's where the other players played it. All right, let's see if you can do it. You have 30 seconds, and good luck to you, Peter. See if you can take everything home with you. Ready? Get set. Play. How many? How many points did he have to get? 8,000. 9,000. Oh, my God, he did it. 8,000, he, he did it. He did it. He did it. I would rip off my clothes and run naked through the studio, through the, the recording studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do to me? I'm gonna, I got Star Wars at home. I'm like, you can keep the trip to Hawaii. I'm going to be playing Star Wars naked. Yeah. I'm going to give the trip to the Hawaii to the police so they don't arrest me for running around naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, original music by Mind Seed. Yeah, where's where's Mind Seed now? Jeff Edwards' wardrobe furnished by the tailored man of San Francisco. Some of the Starcade set furnished by RCA. This is Kevin McMahon speaking. Starcade right, is a so JM That was incredible. Let's consult the Starcade website. Whatever happened to our big prize winner, Peter? So Peter says they checked in with him in 2006 and he kept the Star Wars game for five years and then cashed out. <laughs> but his Starcade memories linger. Oh, I'm kind of sad. But he he earned an MBA, took his video game passion to electronic arts, and he works for a company called Digital Chocolate on mobile games. So he he did stay with his video game love, and now he's a video game developer. He was 13. Is there any information about him going to Hawaii with Dion and getting married? No. But in their description, it's interesting. He makes it sound, the description here makes it sound like he didn't get the trip to Hawaii because he got the arcade game. Interesting, because watching the show, it sure seems like he won both. Jeff Edwards even says, like, you won it all. Yeah. But, like we said, 13 years old, I wouldn't care about Hawaii. I'd be like, just give me that Star Wars arcade game and a roll of quarters. That's all I need. But he was on Starcade twice. His first show, he played for a Buck Rogers video arcade game, and they brought him back for the championship show. Wait, what was the Buck Rogers video game? I've been watching so much Starcade. They play it a lot. It's pretty cool. I don't remember that at all. 
you're in a big shiny spaceship and you're shooting at fireballs and fighters. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> There's no information on Dion. She dropped off the face of the earth, possibly after the recording of this episode. Or was she even really ever there? Was she just like a being in the force? We don't know. I don't know if I could rebound from being that close to owning a Star Wars arcade machine. That's rough stuff. And no one ever saw me ever again. She swam to Hawaii, never to be seen again. She's living on a beach somewhere, eating coconuts. There is information on Don, Dion's first challenger. Who was a police officer. I guess that's why he had the mustache. Uh, In 2002, he was still a police officer. Yes, he still has. uh, So in an earlier episode, he was on multiple times. He won a Puyan video game, arcade game. What was Puyan? I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't I don't know what Puyan was at all. <laughs> but apparently he still has his Puyan arcade machine. Again, people, you got to go to the Starcade website because it has all the information on all the contestants. It has links to all the episodes that are available you can watch. And yeah, it's like we said, it's a real time capsule of early 1980s life. Or at least what we really remember of the early 1980s. B.O., arcade games, unknown Atari systems, and Star Wars. Arcade games called Puyan. (laughs) You learn so much. It's so educational. It's soothing. It's educational. It's entertaining. It's like watching the future, but it already happened. Too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. what everybody apple podcast reviews when you get done listening to this episode if you liked our no holds barred expose 
on Starcade, the Star Wars Championship episode. Leave us a review over there if you listen on Apple so more people can find Blast Points when they're looking for Star Wars podcasts. And if you listen on Spotify, leave us a five-star review over there, too. Yeah, and if you hated this episode, tell people to pay their actors and writers (laughs) money, what they deserve for their hard work, so that people can talk about stuff other than Starcade even though we'd probably rather be talking about Starcade. So, yeah, go call up this, the Hollywood studios and be like, listen, there's a hot show on TV right now, and they're talking about a show from 1983 where Don and Dion are playing a Star Wars arcade game. Yeah, tell them about Puyan. Maybe they remember. Because <laughs> next week we're talking about Puyan. Spoiler alert. But after that, check out our website, blastpointspodcast.com. And make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you're on Facebook, you should be in the Super Chill group. And if you want to support the show in a different way, we got the Blast Points Army on Patreon. Tons and tons and tons of bonus stuff. So many episodes on there. There's almost like 100 episodes on there. Something like that. Where we were just talking before we started recording. New stuff will be on there as soon as we can. And all the folks in the Blast Points Army, thank you so very much for your support on there. But that wraps up number 374. Starcade, Jeff Edwards, Puyan, Star Wars Arcade, Atari, Fireballs, and Fighters, and B.O. I got B.O., and somehow it smells like cigarettes. And I don't smoke, yeah. but I don't know what's going on. Yeah, be warned, just watching this show might give you B.O. and make you smell like cigarettes, but it's worth it. Special kind of 1980s BO, too, which was somehow more potent. I don't understand how that was possible, (laughs) but it was. Yeah, Yeah. somehow the cigarette smoke and BO joined forces to smell even worse. So, all right, everybody, until next week, thank you all so much for listening, and I hope all your troubles get zapped. (laughs) Bye. May the force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you. Edwards ended every show, every episode. I know. That's what happens.